started rolling early because your dog was doing something disgusting. Yeah. Uh, but now he's not, so there's kind of no reason for starting. But well, that's welcome cheap. to yeah, but still, Andy and Sarah back on the pod once again. Why don't you why don't you introduce yourself? Yes, sir. This is uh, Andy Harry from Coverman. Coming to you live from my girlfriend Bonnie's living room. <laughs> Sarah Rain here. Hello. We also have Cody in the mix. Um, Cody your friend Schumacher. Co- Good day. Your friend is here, and then this is uh, the do- this is Bonnie's dog. This is Bonnie's dog Cobra. This she's, dog was uh, just humping. She's a little Pomeranian, and um, just a few moments ago, we were about to record, and your dog was going. Is this a male or female? It's a female. Yeah, she was. Oh, hum- she, nonetheless, she has, like this little toy squirrel that she uh, she doesn't really play with toys, but she'll kind of hide this toy squirrel, and then randomly decide to just like bring it around for a few days. But all she was humping it. Yeah, and going right in the middle of going all to of town. Us. Yeah, she's in the middle. We're si- by the way, we're in a we're all in kind of like lounge couches. This is sort of like a '70s style room. This is pretty cool. There is a I just noticed a velvet portrait of michael jackson very interesting choice um <laughs> on the wall but yeah we're kind of in this like looks like a set from that 70s show in a good way yes. and uh your dog was just doing a solo show <laughs> in the middle of us <laughs> in a way that it kind of looked like we we're here for, for it the was perfor- sole purpose of watching <laughs> it was performance it was definitely performance it put me in a position where i felt perverted yeah me put too. It that way um but yeah, welcome to Yeah, but still, um, you guys are about to leave for a, a big, big tour. Want right. to uh, get one off before you go? Yeah, Andy, very old friend of mine. Um, we once lived in a, uh, a warehouse where we slept, uh, Willy Wonka style. I would describe <laughs> it on the floor. W- but you're saying Willy Wonka style in the sense of the grandparents. Right. Uh. Yes. Uh. Yes. yes. Like um, Willy Wonka grandparents, like Charlie style. Charlie's grandparents. Sleep in the bed? Yeah. They all, all slept the, all in the, one bed. Yeah. I think. Did the no? They had like a tiered like. In my memory, like, <laughs> Grandpa was like permanently in some bed, and there might have been some like old aunts, and then I feel like there was another level of beds. Yes, just, there was. And they yeah. didn't really talk about those people. And aren't they like foot to foot, like it's that long? Yeah, but I, what I'm wondering is, were the men next to each other? <laughs> um, was it couples next to each other, or men, man, man, lady, lady? Wasn't then, staggered. It wasn't staggered. Yeah, it was like the men next to each other. That's it was how just we're like a bunch a, of on our tour bus. And correct me <laughs> if I'm wrong, but didn't the reason why they never got out of the bed is because they said the floor is too cold? They had gout, actually. <laughs> is that it? Oh, I'm, I don't have Wi-Fi yeah. here. I was going to look this up to get a visual. Oh, right. Let and me. where was that set, I wonder? Because, like, I don't where know. and when? Because I feel like it, it was in, like, Porridge, England. <laughs> they, <laughs> right? Like, I don't even, Is that a real place, Porridge, England? It sounds right. I mean, it was, like, the grandpa character was very Dickensian looking. And I, in my memory, he had, like, a... Like a sleeping gown, yeah, yeah, like a night before Christmas style, yeah, with like a sleeping cap. Like you were talking about getting one. Oh, I was talking about getting a sleeping <laughs> cap for a minute. Oh wait, no, I'm looking at the picture right now. It's grandparent. It's couple versus couple. They're okay. all sharing a blanket. Man, they're all sick. <laughs> oh, they must have s- been ill. Were they sick or were they? Yeah, because weren't they eating like cabbage soup? <laughs> Maybe it does. It their their house. There was something um, about it that. Uh, felt like it was out of a Dickens novel, but I don't know when like Charlie and the Chocolate Factory is actually set. And of course, they were American. 
very American. <laughs> so it's like, where was that? I don't know why we're talking about this either. I don't know. I think I feel like it was in Glendale. Yeah. <laughs> but that's how we slept. We yeah. Lived a, we moved into a warehouse. Um, this was already discussed, but we moved into a warehouse with big plans to make it really nice. Dude, do you remember? Did not. We just slept on all of our mattresses lined up on the floor, like next to each other, in a way that you could like roll between them, and all yeah. of us slept. Eight boys just slept, slept on the ground. Do you remember? I was, it was I was terrible. I was talking to Tom about this like a couple months ago. Do you remember that when we moved in, there was like a vinyl sticker on the wall that, in like really nice cursive, it said "Always kiss me goodnight." I do kind like of remember above that. the beds. Oh my god. Yeah, who was there before? I don't know, but it just like randomly on the wall. It wasn't like centered or anything. It was just like a really big sticker that said, always kiss me goodnight. Is that a Vermont thing? I don't know. It it was just there. This was a really chaotic time in my life because I didn't, I moved out kind of early. I had like a realization where I was like, I don't need to do this. (laughs) Like, (laughs) Like it was one of those things where it was really cheap rent. We uh, like had this whole scheme where like we're gonna make it amazing and like when we split it, it's gonna be so fucking cheap. And like I wasn't like it's like I was in the middle of my twenties at that point and like fully employed. Yeah. And uh, after three months in, I'm like sleeping on like wet floor. Yeah. In the summer, yeah. I was like, I don't need cheap rent anymore. Like I can afford to have a normal place. I should just like go live somewhere normal and like come hang out here when i need to dude i remember like i feel like you were like traveling on a show like right after we moved in like you had to leave for some reason i was gone and i remember matt was there and you were gone and remember how there was like that second room that we were like this is going to be the office yeah and like there was literally nothing in there was a concrete box with like one long shelf along the wall and I like walked in there one day and there was literally nothing but like matt and a laptop uh-huh and he was like making like like an animation of like a deer with like goggles on or something like that. And <laughs> and it was just depressing to see someone working in a concrete room. This was not clean concrete for anybody listening. Like this is like, imagine like the basement of a restaurant. Yeah. How dusty. it looks where it's like green coming down the, like this is like, we're, we're living in like before pictures. Like this place is a fixer upper and we like didn't get around to fixing it. Well, it was like, it was like there was a uh, a waterproofing seal issue with the concrete. Like the concrete was permanently damp. Yes. When it was, was very it the Capitol Records? Um, that's where they pressed this vinyl. Used, this used it to was, be, and it was yeah. on top of that. It was a historical yeah, building. It used to be the Capitol Records factory. I think they pressed the first American Beatles record there. That's yeah. amazing. And then, you know, over time, this place got desecrated to the point where. Then you guys we were living it. there, ruining <laughs> it. I mean, you know the the worst part about living there was I remember that you had that sick painting of like, it it I want to say it was like a painting from the fifties of like John F Kennedy when he was in the Navy like shooting a shark. Oh my God, I forgot about that. Yeah, and then we had a party. Or I, I don't know if it was JFK, but it was like what is that movie like PT one oh nine or whatever. I don't know. That's just like what I think of. But it was like a Navy guy in a lifeboat shooting a shark that was attacking them. And it was in there. And then we had a party. And I remember, like, I walked in and someone had broken the toilet and smashed the glass and taken that I completely forgot about that. I forgot I even owned that. Yeah. I must have left it there. Fuck, that was cool. I know. That was sick. Damn. That was a really... That was depressing. I know. We're kind of, like, straying from podcasting now where I'm going to, like... I I know I left a lot of shit there. That's the problem. Mm-hmm. Um, 
we'll we'll in, we'll take inventory later. Yeah. Probably a lot of shirts. It's one of those things. I think I that was like the black hole of like all my missing stuff. Yeah. We but probably yeah, people were shirts. stealing stuff from there. It was. Yeah, we probably used some of the shirts to like, like I remember before we left. At one point, I had taken one of Alex's uh, dumbbells and it was like a forty-pound dumbbell, and I threw it through a wall because I, I thought it was funny. <laughs> And then we had to patch it up and we literally just shoved like t-shirts and magazines and stuff in it and then just painted over it. Like we didn't like, we didn't, <laughs> we didn't. So there was like a permanent, like wet, like weird, like warped spot on the wall that didn't look like it worked at all. It was just like, who shoved the magazines in this hole and then painted them white? It was like, um, the whole thing felt like one step away from being homeless. Yeah. Like, like I, it was squatter level. It was like squatting is what it was like like i and it was just chaotic and we'll move on from this but i do one other funny thing about it is that i remember i don't want to put him on blast now but this guy i knew from my high school who i was like we were like in decent we not like super close in touch like you know as with anybody from high school it's not like we were like talking on the day-to-day but he hit me up and was like hey i'm gonna be in la like in eight months do you think i could crash for a couple days on your couch so i was like yeah probably man and then like forgot and then I'm in their warehouse and he's like, calls me one morning and he's like, yo, I'm a few hours away. Like, what's your address? And I forgot I like agreed this dude could crash. And he ended up living there for like months. In right? the loft. Even after I moved. Yeah. Like I moved out and this dude <laughs> that I let crash was just like living at the house yeah, like, hey. in a loft. <laughs> and, I, and I wouldn't really see him very often. He would be in the loft and I'd be like, anybody home? And then like there'd be like a little... <laughs> I would hear like a, I would see a head pop over the loft. <laughs> I, live I in left a, a human with you guys. <laughs> I, what? Left a, I left a human. Like I left all my, all sorts of shit at that house, and yeah. one of them was a human being <laughs> who you were responsible for. Oh my god! I, I live in a warehouse loft now where we rehearse, and that happens just because there's so much space, and everything gets people want to store stuff there, people want to stay there. Yeah. It just happens when you live in a place like that. Sometimes you leave a man there, or a young boy. In this case, <laughs> I mean, on, oh damn, the dog's humping the. Well, we're about to go on tour with those guys and be living like on top of each other in a tour bus. So Which guys are the Warble guys S- going? Steve and Tom will be coming in the bus with us. So I think Steve and Tom Mole. Yeah, hopefully we'll be a little more aware of space and uh, considerate of people. I'm sure it'll be fun, but yeah. you know that was a that was a formative time for me. I'm me very too. very glad it happened. Yeah, and um, I mean we've talked about all that stuff when you were on the podcast before, but <clears throat> it was like the early days of what became Cobra man and you guys are about to leave on this big tour. I'm very stoked. Dude, um, yeah. It's been, it's been pretty crazy. I mean, right now I think there's 11 warble people in San Francisco and they're coming to Seattle and Portland with us. So we're premiering the new warble full length that we made the music for. It's called warble world. And it's our fourth one that we've done with them. And, uh, yeah, they got the whole crew up there. So there's going to be, we, we're rolling into these venues like with like 22 people or something. They're like, why the fuck do you guys have so many people? The shows are going to be insane. They're going to so show. So it's like, so you're doing a tour where it's like the skate video and then you guys perform. Yeah. yeah it's like w- we have like openers and then the, then the video and then us. And it's going to be wild. I mean, you've been to the shows in LA where we've done that. Like yeah. The and that's shows. like part of the reason I wanted to have you guys on before is also because I want like anybody interested to be able to go to these shows too. For sure. Like, they're, they do get kind of nutty. Like 
Yeah, it's definitely one of those things where like I forget like how fun it is until we're actually there. Like it they turn into like special occasions for sure when we do like the skate video and the shows. And uh but yeah, like tickets... the crowd is a lot more like violent and wild than yeah. anybody would expect if they listened to your van just on Spotify alone. Yeah. yeah it's but it's mostly cuz the I mean, I think that started at those parties we were having in the warehouse when like we'd have so many people packed in there and then Alex aka man ramp now is known as man ramp mm -hmm. would like bust in and like you know crowd surf on like a giant plank of wood or something yeah and he does that at the shows now he does yeah or like wasn't there like a boat didn't you guys build a boat one time and like a uh, trojan horse you built a trojan horse filled with like beers or something and yeah. Tom wrote it in and at one, at one point we built like a casket and oh there's like, a coffin we, we cut dave mole's head off in a guillotine and then we put him in a casket like it was like this Alice Cooper thing where like we we literally built a full scale guillotine and I remember we couldn't find something for the blade so we used like a street sign, <laughs> like it was like a twenty five mile an hour speed limit sign, and then uh, we cut off his head, so to speak, and then put him in the casket. And there's this legendary picture of like some dude that none of us know. He's like a very like like big guy and he just has like this whole casket on his back and he just looks like. I mean, I hope this doesn't offend anyone, but he looks like those paintings of like Jesus Christ carrying the cross. Like he's just <laughs> like, giving it his all. <laughs> I don't know why that would offend anybody. <laughs> I don't know. The tickets are selling out. We're getting fast. an early plug off. Yeah. yeah. Where, yeah, where are you playing? Out, like, sold out San Francisco, Denver's Denver, like Chicago is like there's like 20 tickets left in Seattle. There's like 20 tickets left in Chicago for the second night. Yeah, we added a night that one sold out first. Um, New York's almost one. sold out. LA is getting there. Um, Portland's almost sold out. Yeah. What were you telling? Okay, wait. You were we are not recording in the studio right now. Your studio. Um, you happen to have a girlfriend that has her very beautiful recording studio that's in her true. in her home that's on this hilltop right here. She and was then, a fan. She did reach out to us. Yeah. Oh yeah. Didn't she write some of the? That's how we met. I mean, we'll. She hit us up and then we started working with her and like after a year, you know, it was like, you know, I lost, we kind of were out of touch for like, this yeah. was like a period where I just incidentally didn't know what you were up to. Yeah. You know, we, we, we were riding with her for like a year and then, um, one day, so I was like randomly going on like dates and somehow Sarah and Bonnie would like end up coming with me on the dates. It was maiden. really fun, actually, because, yeah, Andy was going on some terrible dates with some really, <laughs> was the worst one you saw, really Sarah? bad people. Like, what oh, were the worst God. ones you saw? Man. She could say it. You, you don't have to. I just. You don't get canceled. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't, you know, it was okay. But there were just ones that were like. You're, you're allowed to have negative opinions, by the way, because you're like. A sisterly figure and yeah. it's all in the I way think it, say whatever you it was want. actually such a great time because so we were working with Bonnie we were having so much fun Bonnie and Andy and I would like go out every night we were going to parties we were working during the day and going to parties every night and then we were like Bonnie and I were like gossiping about the dates Andy was going on and I just remember there was one who we went to see her play a show and Bonnie came with us and the girl was so fucking rude to us. <laughs> and we were like... In what way? She was just like... I think she was really uncomfortable. And uh, we saw like her band play and we were like, 
you were great. And she was such a bitch. I think it was like, <laughs> it was like the kind of thing where I was like, oh, I'm going to go to this girl's show tonight. And Bonnie was like, I'm coming. And I was like, <laughs> okay. So like they ended up coming with, coming with me. And then like, so we see this girl's show afterwards. I go up to her and I'm like, Hey, and she's like, why are you here? <laughs> like, like lit, like verbatim. Wait, so did she invite you or no? Yeah. Yeah. So she in, so she invited you and then when you said hi and then when I like went to the show and like I think I like even paid like 5 bucks to get in. <laughs> she's like, "Why are you here?" It's like, it, "Oh, I was just grabbing was, a drink." Was your favorite comedian also Dennis Lee? No, that was somebody else. <laughs> God. <laughs> Remember how okay. like the list just we things? had a we had a deal breakers list. Yes, we were like me and that. me and Andy and uh, a couple of our other friends over the years have developed this like list that we were just kind of compiling in notes or like you know our iPhone notes of like you know real deal breakers like a fact <laughs> that you would find out somebody about somebody in the in the course of dating that like literally deal ended it right there where you were just like. Like it had to be real, I think. But that yeah. was like the thing. It had to actually. And one of them was that she said her favorite comedian was Dennis Leary. <laughs> and that was yeah. a real person. <laughs> well, that happened. Yes. Wow. There was like. Somebody, I mean, dude, I would. There was I would somebody cut I was hanging out with, and I I brought her down to uh, Orange County with me, and Cody was with me, and we we would go down to my friend's our friend's house in San Clemente, and we brought her down, and I was like, hey, this is like introducing her, and she was kind of like awkward, and you know how yeah, like yeah. sometimes you feel that out, you're like, all right. This is strike one. Like dating sucks. Hang. Dating yeah. sucks for that reason. Friends, yeah. but I remember like we were all because Cody is like a YouTube connoisseur of like the worst shit you can find. <laughs> yeah, and so we were doing Thank that, you. and she's like, "I have something funny," and she put on like late '90s like Dennis Leary stand up, and we were all like, "I was horrified." <laughs> oh my god! I was like, like literally doing like coffee flavored coffee. Yeah, like he I was, was clenching like, the remote. We could not get it. Yeah, I was like was determined to watch at least ten minutes. And speaking of that, this is like. This is a little off topic, but another time we were with that same friend and we were like, you know, doing our normal thing. We're like, uh, Cody curates a night of YouTube for us. And this girl that was with us, um, she was like, oh, uh, I know something funny. And she meant to put Louis CK in the thing, but she, <laughs> she typed Andrew, it out. As, let me just stop you. This makes us look bad. Why? <laughs> Go on. She typed it into YouTube as C.K. Lewis with L-E-W-I-S. <laughs> C.K. Lewis. It sounds like a like an 18th century yeah. author. Oh, is that the guy that wrote Chronicles of Narnia? <laughs> is that the guy that loves like Turkish delights and like yeah. fucking what's that horse's name like aslan, <laughs> aslan. the horse with the lion's mane oh but uh my favorite thing that you ever put on that list was um if she calls coffee grabbing a cup of joe yeah you want to <laughs> grab a cup of joe <laughs> yeah. yeah i, I want to add one to the list if she if she calls it a todger a what like like, let me see your Todger. Your penis. <laughs> yeah. Wait, wait, is you that a word that people use? Todger. Yeah, they didn't know that Andy either. Andy taught Old it English. to us last yeah, night. Todger. todger. Like, look at his huge Todger. Are you? Did somebody <laughs> say that to you? I've heard somebody say that. I don't know where. Probably someone from Porridge, England. Tim Curry invented it. <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Todger. Oh, I mean, yeah. that'd be like an immediate deal breaker. Yeah. 100%. Sarah, have you had any... I mean, it's kind of hard to put you on the, the spot, but is there like a deal breaker that we could? Oh, 
There are some, like, some women did contribute to this deal breaker list. Yeah. I don't know where if I could find the, like, the list, but has there been any for you? Oh, I mean. The, it has to be, I th- I'd say the rule for this is that, like, it has to be kind of partly your fault, almost. Like, you're being sort right. of an asshole for right. deciding against this. Yeah. Yeah, you're judging someone's entire. <laughs> One of them. I have like, like I have some of them. <laughs> I'm sure she asks you to shoot the shit. <laughs> 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 a few of these are just like if the person's talking like a construction worker, yeah, basically. Yeah, <laughs> yeah basically from New Jersey. <laughs> yeah, if she's using words from like a '90s Sears commercial, <laughs> like Cup of Joe. If she sounds like she belongs in a '90s Folgers commercial. The funny thing about this list is that, um, like I don't, like they're not from like just a couple people it's like a lot of people would like tell us these yeah and i would only like write down the ones that i thought were funny so right, i don't know right. where they came from but they all really happen to people but one of them is if a girl has a weird looking dog and starts to slightly resemble the dog the more you look at her <laughs> <laughs> uh has a toe ring um, yeah that's bad. yeah if someone describes things that aren't food um like like if they sh- you show them a song or something they're like that's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> that's a gross one for me. Yeah. Like uh, or saying the word tummy. Tummy. Oh. tummy? <laughs> In what context? My tummy hurts. <laughs> <laughs> or describing anything as man, that's super romantic. <laughs> that's <laughs> what? <laughs> that's really romantic. I don't know about that one. <laughs> like if you're at an art museum and you see a painting, I just love it. It's oh, okay. I, I'll give you that. I'll give you that yeah. one. Calling a painting romantic. Yeah. yeah. I was actually or talking... seeing like a rose and mean like, oh, it's so romantic. Yeah. I was I was talking to Cody that I was like, if a if a man says that, it's weird. Yeah. There's a multiplier. If it's... Oh, yeah. for sure. Uh, they don't like jet skis. That okay. is like, I don't think that was me, but like that was somebody I know. I just and that's pretty sincere. I think that's a huge red flag. Yeah. That's an indicator that somebody's pretty uptight. Yeah, not fun at all. How, who doesn't like them? I don't know. I haven't and it's, met anyone. And I mean, even if you kind of don't, I think that's a weird thing to say. Is yeah. like if you're finding that out pretty early on, like if what you if bring up a jet ski and the person's like, "Oh, I don't like jet skis." What yeah. if they that's, had a terrible jet ski accident? That's though. completely <laughs> forgivable then. <laughs> or if they're like super afraid of water. That's the only time that that's forgivable. Also, but I feel Cody like the exclusiveness of jet ski like they would say, "Oh, I don't like water." I'm afraid of water. Yeah, that's fine if they, but if they just if they like all other water sports, but the jet skis are like not for me. Right. Cody strange. and I went to a, a bachelor party. Was it last year or this year? It was last September, and th- we had jet skis. We had two jet skis and a houseboat, and a dude took a jet ski out like in the middle of this like huge fucking lake, and then it just died. So he was like in the middle of like, and my it. it it might have might as well have been like an ocean just like <laughs> sitting there in a jet ski and like we didn't know where he was because oh like that's God. how big the lake was jesus right. christ i zoned out a little bit because i was reading the list <laughs> what is it i don't know whose this was but says sweetheart during sex in a fake irish accent <laughs> <That's> <laughs> so it happened me. to somebody i know was it you yeah wait what yeah <laughs> that, that, happened? <laughs> that was you. Yeah. <laughs> what happened? Oh, sweetheart. Did she roll <laughs> Wait, her she R? Said that in the yeah, yeah. That's like more she Scottish. Was not <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. So that one's funny, but yeah, I'm gonna leave it at that. <laughs> oh God. Um. Anyway, have you had any personal ones? 
not really. I mean, I mean, you're in a happy relationship. A I don't know how long you guys have been together. Now. Yeah, the guy before him, uh, there was a date. I brought this guy to a warble party and show we played, and he said he was a like undercover, like he was a cop. Oh, yeah. Remember that Wait, guy? What? Yeah. He kind of freaked me out because I, I th- was he really I think a he cop? was lying and oh. he just like he I think he was really That's into the warble and and our band and I. It got weird. I was like, this is scaring me. Yeah, I think he was full of shit because he was like telling Sarah like details. He was like, I'm staking out the mafia today. <laughs> <laughs> like literally, literally. Like a made up. That's like a, just a person that doesn't know anything about police work. But they think <laughs> they do. Yeah. And he would like show up and he would like stand at, at ease at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, like. Be at I ease. mean, I know there's only audio, but are we talking about like hands at side? No, yeah, well, no, it starts hands at side, and then somebody says at ease, and then you turn in, like, you go you A sp- frame. Splay your legs. I yeah. said a guitar. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, Stick like your legs are, legs are together, full salute, and then at ease, your hand drops to your side, and you're, yeah. you kind of go into like an A stance, but you're a still frame. sharp. But you have, I think that the, the idea is that you stay stiff as a board, so when you, you shift your right leg out to form an A-frame, and you have to wiggle into place. <laughs> okay. And he was standing like this? Yeah. Like, 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 like as if you, uh, you know when you, like, hold a ruler down on a table and you flick it? And yeah, it, like, yeah. And it slowly That's starts going example. faster and faster yeah. until it stops? You have to do that. <laughs> yeah. They teach that in the academy. Yeah. Do you know I was in the Sea Cadets when I was a kid? Well, I was about to ask you because you gave a pretty vivid description of that. What are yeah. the sea cadets? Is that like the Navy, Navy Junior? Yeah. Is that where they made you eat dog chow? Yeah. <laughs> they made us eat dog food. Why? For fun. I, I don't made know up? why. To fuck with just no, to punish you? They were just being jerks. <laughs> like, you know what it was? It was a... Uh, this is like it was this kind of sounds like it's one of those things where you like haven't realized that you were abused as a child yet. <laughs> yeah. Be like, yeah, I was in a thing called sea cadets, and like yeah. it was me and one other kid that was from down the street. They kidnap you. Uh, you dress as a sailor and like you have to take a lot of baths. It's kind of weird. Dude, this actually has like a little bit of a backstory that Cody was involved in. So we went to like a private, super fucking Southern Baptist religious school when we were kids. Okay. In Kentucky. And I don't know why, but I think I was like trying to fit in and didn't know how. And so I started telling everyone at school I was going to boot camp. <laughs> And it was like people were like really impressed because you know so it's badass. Yeah, they it, picked me. Well, because it's like you know a conservative area, and they like really love like the military and stuff. Like, yeah. Wow. So I was like, oh shit, like people like this. So I just kept lying about it, and I was like, yeah, my drill instructor came over. Get in a little closer. There. My drill instructor came over, and he was really mean, like that kind of <laughs> stuff. And this went on for like months, and and then finally I was like, fuck, like I'm too deep in the lie. I guess I have to like actually find a way to go to boot camp and so i joined the navy sea cadets that is really funny how old were you probably like 12 13 yeah. Yeah. Oh, and cody you were a witness to this oh yeah yeah i remember cody getting a little closer to that weird mic too we had way. a uh <clears throat> in the morning we'd have prayer requests and on the regular each week andrew would have us pray for him in the boot camp <laughs> <laughs> that's true <laughs> oh like i remember the teacher the teacher would like and you knew you knew the truth I knew the truth. But you would pray for but it, I still thought it was badass. <laughs> On the weekends, he'd sport the, the camo shorts with the crew cut. Yeah. And meanwhile, cut. dude, the teacher had to have thought you were like, there's something wrong with you yeah. and like felt bad. They, yeah. He, like, he was not very fond of me. This, this I assume <laughs> it's some kind of like priest or 
Uh, it wasn't like no. that. No, it was just it was basically like if you went to like a MAGA rally and picked out a random guy. Yeah. Who who was like had his shirt tucked in with a braided belt? Like that's like what the teachers were like. Yeah. Just so like this guy a, was just like. Yeah, we're going to pray for Andrews going to boot camp. (laughs) I think I was in sixth grade. Like pre-puberty. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, and then... Thank you for your service, Andrew. (laughs) So I actually went, and um, so they would have us do the security for, like, like firework shows and stuff. That's really funny. And we would be, like, wearing, like, Navy uniforms. And I remember one time there was a 4th of July, like, air show, and they had us, like, doing the security... So, like, I would just be, like, stationed in the hot sun, like, standing like this <laughs> for, like, hours. <laughs> like, guarding, like, little kids with, like, Kool-Aid saying lips and stuff. As you should. And I remember at one point my dad came, and he was holding my little brother, because my little brother was, like, one or two at the time. And he walked by me, and he looked at me, and he said, Cadet Harris. <laughs> <laughs> and he, like, kind of tipped his hat. <laughs> that was really funny. But, yeah, so one time we did, like, this, like, security thing, which, looking back, I don't even know what we would have done if uh if there was a problem <laughs> yeah what would you have done nothing like if there's like I an didn't active have a shooter weapon or anything i didn't know i didn't even have a cell phone yeah and plus you're the navy yeah like and you're on land yeah so you're already at a disadvantage yes damn i just i hope i haven't been like peeking shit no you're good okay uh so anyways we had like this it's overnight- a podcast dude it doesn't need to be good audio okay we had an overnight security detail at a fireworks show and they, it was like chow time or whatever they called it. And we sat down and we were like starving. We all ate this food. And then afterwards, the dude showed us that they had like cooked. It was like mashed potatoes and like dog food. They, do you think they're fucking with you, though? Do you think that was like a prank? I mean, it would have been a pretty weird prank to bring like 10 can, open cans of dog food that were so wet inside. <laughs> Like what is he gonna? And what did he say? Okay, well, what, of dog food in a bucket. I'm sorry like, for doubting you, but like, wh- why? Like, what did he say when he revealed this to you? He was like, "Do you guys know what you've been eating?" <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> well, did you? And no. what? And, and I what was did like, you? That was really good. And he was like, "Do you know what you've been eating?" And then he showed us all the cans of dog food, and they were wet. They were wet with gravy. <laughs> Dude, you what did what you say? What did you guys say? I was like, it wasn't even like a hey. I was just like, I just felt <laughs> completely betrayed. Was it pedigree? Uh, it was you know, like Alpo or whatever. Is that one? Alpo? <laughs> Dude, could you imagine if that happened here? Dude, that would now, be... Now, oh. there would be like That'd absolute be like, like lawsuits. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know I sound like a boomer saying that, but it like, it is kind of crazy. The stuff that they put in dog food is kind of fucked up sometimes, I think. Unless you get a good one, like a, there's some nice ones at Whole Foods. Organic. Like, do you have any recommendations? Yeah. Uh, it is funny to give that to like a child. <laughs> I mean, like, I mean, imagine, and I'm not even like, <laughs> this dog's humping. Yeah. It's safe, I guess. Better. It's, it's better probably, than no, a lot of things. No, it's probably fine, but like, really you imagine not. if like. It's really not fine <laughs> to eat that. <laughs> no, I mean, like, I, I don't know. I'm not like an easily riled person or whatever. Like, I, I don't know. I was in the Boy Scouts and shit. Like, yeah. but if I. My fictional child, if I were like entrusting them with like entrusting them to the the Navy cadets or whatever, and I find out that like they fed you dog food last night, like why? I'd be like probably pretty pissed. I think like wait, guys, why are you feeding my son dog food? I told my parents and they just (laughs) just thought I fuck. I think that I told my parents and they just thought I was like joking or something. Yeah, no, like 
I have dog food in my body. <laughs> that's <laughs> also <laughs> the worst <laughs> thing. Like, there's no reason for it. I, I think know. that's like, I think that's like why, especially why I'd be mad is like, wait, like why, why are they being fed dog food? Like, you don't yeah. do that in the Navy. That's Dude, like, I've seen the military budget. Yeah, <laughs> that's, see, that's why I think that they weren't joking is I was like, these people are living on military budgets like he's not going to waste like 40 bucks on dog food for a prank. So you think it was a prank? Or, oh, wait, oh, uh, not yeah. for not they a prank. Like, that guy doesn't have but what if he has? But what if he <laughs> kept the cans, you know? Huh? What if he kept the cans from Maybe his own did. dog? Maybe he did. I'd like to think that he gave us dog food. That's but. the worst thing to hear after you eat a meal. Do you know what you've been <laughs> <laughs> I mean, dude, like, I think it could have been a prank, but it's still, like, a weird, vicious prank that, it like, clearly weird. still to this day you don't realize is a prank. Because I, I think part, of a, part of a prank is they have to tell you it's a joke later. That's the thing is I'm, I'll never know the answer. That's a so, fucked up person that could do that. That's, like, people who, like, dosing people. Like, but, dude, this guy was psycho. fucked up. Yeah. Like, he was, like, a red-faced, like... Like angry, Ugh. like and like the sharpest flat top you've ever seen in your life. <laughs> like he cut his flat top every morning. It was like those dudes that like mow the grass every day. Like, yeah, it's just like you walk by their lawn. There's like, does Perfect. someone live here? Do you yeah. remember his mm-hmm. name? We should have find like, him. Uh, no, I don't remember his name. But my grandpa told me a story about when he was in the army, and his sergeant's name was. This is how my grandpa said it. He's like, and I had a sergeant. Sergeant Duck. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, uh, dude, I just remembered a detail about that night, though, is that we had security detail at this, like, fireworks show. And so, like, we had to go in shifts where, like, there was a kid up all night, and you had to walk the perimeter of where everyone was sleeping to, like, keep everyone safe. And I remember I had, like, the graveyard shift. Like, I was up at, like, 3 a.m., and every 15 minutes, you had to walk around the perimeter of this, like, campsite and then you had to write in a log book, like in military time, like, oh, 300 hours and then a description. And I didn't know what to write. So I was like, oh, 300 hours. All is well. <laughs> 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 like, I, I guess that's what you say. All oh, my is God. Well. Like it, this is from like the 50s. I know. And 60s. I wonder like if that, that still should, exists. That would uh, not Yeah, pass. I've never heard of it for the Navy, but I mean, I know like ROTC or whatever. ROTC. It sounds like you were in something that was like even younger than that. For sure. There's they, like, like the junior police ones. They can't do this to kids anymore. No. That shit will never happen anymore. No. Sometimes like if they're too elaborate and especially I think like males, like yeah. Like straight men are a little too take it a little too far. Like my grandpa, he was like a World War Two veteran and like on Easter he he just like was not uh he was not eccentric. He was like, there wasn't funny, anything funny about him or goofier. Yeah. He's very straight laced, like built stuff and had guns and was like pissed. Right. Um, and can barely hear. <laughs> but one Easter he was like, I know I'm doing back to back stories, but one Easter he was like, Jackie, like get up. Like it was actually like a week before Easter. I remember that. He's like, Jackie, get up. I saw something. And like, it's like mad. And like, we run in the backyard. He's like, something has jumped over the fence. Like, do you have your BB gun? And he like made me get the BB gun and like, like basically it was all leading up to saying that the Easter bunny, he saw the Easter bunny in the backyard, but he was scared and there was like eggs. So it was like a surprise (laughs) egg hunt, but he did it in such a way that he was like, he presented it in a way that like, I don't know what the hell I just saw. Like he was like scared. And I was, I was a little kid. I was like five, but because of that. I believed in the Easter Bunny for like way longer than I should because there was like evidence of it. I'm like, well, my grandpa like literally saw it. Yeah, it's was like shit it, out of my grandpa, and it made him mad. <laughs> like he was not happy OG. about I it. Bare arms. I have like a, 
if you guys don't mind me sharing a story about my grandpa calling me into the room to show me something. It was like <laughs> almost like the opposite of that. Okay. Where it, I thought I was going into a situation where I was going to be scared, but uh, we called him Papa. Okay. And they lived in Tennessee, and he was like, Andrew, Andrew, come in here. <laughs> and I like ran into the living room thinking something was wrong. And yep. he was like sitting in his lazy boy watching TV. He was like, get in there. So I ran in, and I'm like, what? And he's like, look at the gonads on that thing. And he, like, <laughs> he pointed at the TV. And he was watching a hunting show, and there was like a dog. They were like hunting for quail, and there was a dog in a wheat field with standing with its tail straight up, panting so hard, and it had like giant nuts, and they were just like, like shaking. And he was like, "Look at that!" <laughs> was your grandpa in war? No. Oh. He seemed like he's like a fun guy. Well, which grandpa had the sergeant duck or whatever? That's my grandpa. That's still alive. He lives in Oceanside. He was in the uh, National Guard. Okay, no, no, he was in. What was he in? Oh, I forgot. I thought he was in the army, but maybe he wasn't. I don't, I don't Damn, know. that was a long, uh, long sea cadet segment. But yeah. you know, you were in sea cadets. Uh, Sarah was in Sea Org. <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> Sorry, no, she was in. not in Sea Org. I was not in. <laughs> Do you Wait, know anyone that was in? Was Sea like, Org is like the worst part of Scientology? Yeah, right? Yeah, I know some people who joined like really young, and they're and like they, on the battleship. Is there a battleship in Scientology? There's a cruise ship, like for the oh, higher level stuff. Yeah. Is it like that was in like the Master, right? Yeah, yeah. He was all, you know, everything was nautical themed. Yeah, but it's like it's not like a cruise ship in the sense where like there's pools and stuff. Like it's like a floating fortress. Yeah, that's where mm. they deliver their highest level stuff, and all the people who work in the Sea Org are like super serious. They're they're like know. international waters. No, you're like high up in Scientology if you're like in Sea Org, right? Do they like, have guns on that boat? I don't know, actually. Dude, I think the I thing is, do. is that like people don't know. Yeah, which I, means yeah. They friend of a friend. I think they do. Like I think her. It was one of those things where like I think she got in trouble or something, and um, I mean I don't know this person. There's something I like. One of my friends' friends heard about, but um, like got in trouble and like her parents were like. We're taking you away to this is like an adult yeah. woman. Uh, you're going to like Sea Org, and never seen again. Holy to shit! To this day, like she's been there the entire time. We assume. Wow, that's scary, dude. Yeah, I mean, I don't know, so I don't know what the deal is. Sorry to put you on blast, though. I mean, you did. You were briefly a Scientologist, and right now you just before this podcast, you told me that you basically like became. They they no longer are interested in you even. Yeah, so. I don't get any of the the mail or the calls or anything. They don't want you anymore. Yeah, I did some s- growing up. I did some courses, some like communication courses, and I never made it like you know into the. Deep. It is funny to get like you didn't <laughs> look one of the few people that yeah, like they were like actually. <laughs> well, it didn't make sense. We're not to super me. into you, so. Yeah, either you have to be like work out. you know celebrity then they really like protect you and they make sure you're like in there they brief you and stuff but i think when you have a lot of friends in it too my family wasn't ever like super into like the church were you guys like dabbling in a bunch of religions or something yeah how'd you guys get looped you it's weird to hear i mean as an outsider it's weird to hear about like oh yeah we like briefly were in scientology yeah Yeah. well being in la my my parent my dad's from chicago my mom's from new york but they moved here and then actually like his brother, like someone on the street was like, hey, come get a, you know, stress test or whatever. And then my dad, my dad is into a lot of sh- shit, Buddhism and stuff. And he 
he was kind of like interested in it. And so for a while we did it, but yeah, I never, I never experienced any of the torture and, you know, stuff people went through. I, I never, I, my childhood was was great. Was it fun? Yeah, I actually like, you know, the, what's it called? Celebrity Center. It's a beautiful building and I would just like hang out there. Oh, it's gorgeous there. Yeah, yeah. And I, I just, they, I couldn't get out of like trouble. So I never, I, I, they never really took to me, I guess. Oh, you were getting in trouble? Yeah, I would go into, their ethics was like downstairs and you would go in there and they'd be like, okay, you need to do this. And they had files on you and stuff. They'd call me a few times like, I have your file. And I and I'd be like, I don't give a shit. Yeah, don't they? <laughs> I, like I, isn't the whole thing that they like they make you do like their form of confession and then they like eventually blackmail you? That's with what it, they where, like, say. Oh, people like think that like tactic. yeah, yeah, they think that like Tom Cruise has like like gay stories or something that they yeah. have, like out him with or something. Right. Yeah, Travolta too. They said. Yeah, mm-hmm. they say like they have all, all the bad stuff because you have to confess and then they have that. Right. But it is funny to like think that they're calling you with like a file from when you're eight years old. And they're yeah. like Sarah. Yeah. Do you remember the time that you stole a candy from Mrs. Mitchell's desk? (laughs) (laughs) Right. Yeah. Do you remember when you took your brother's stickers and (laughs) lied and said that the tooth fairy did? Do you remember when you on the bus? (laughs) Yep. (laughs) How would you feel, uh, how do you think the Cobra Man fans would feel (laughs) if we were to reveal this information about you stealing the gum? (laughs) That would be awesome. It's like they try if to somebody, come. If there was like a post on like the Scientology Facebook and it's like, like Sarah's a suppressive Sarah. person. Yeah. What? That's what they call you. If you're if you go against the church, you're you're an SP, which is a suppressive person. That doesn't even sound that intimidating. Yeah. But I mean, like unions call people scabs. Right. It's That's a good name. Like that. yeah. yeah. So you're like evil and they don't, you know, you're against the church. So they don't like you. It's a very, I mean, it's it's weird how present it is in L.A. They have, like, so many huge buildings just down the street. Yeah. They have that giant production facility. I know. They own so much real estate. Oh, yeah. It's I mean, amazing. It I wonder, crazy. like, yeah, what they're worth. I want to know, if, can Sea Org deploy? I think they can. I think it's so hard. I think when you're in there, it's, like, really hard, and you have no life. I think, like, okay. Do people say thank you for, like, do people in the church say thank you for your service to those people? Sea Org troops? I think Listen, they do respect them. They, like, like salute them. And this is really? kind of a joke, <laughs> but not really. Like, like I think, you know, obviously the big issue is with Scientology, besides the alleged crimes, right. is uh, their tax-exempt status. I feel like here's something we could work out. They... We try to take away their tax exempt status. I'm saying we as in like the government. I'm Joe Biden here. Mm. Right. I'm Sleepy Joe. <laughs> uh, I'm going to try to take away their tax exempt status. They're going to fight back. I'm going to say, listen, you can have that tax exempt status, but I want Sea Org to join NATO and we're going to deploy you to Ukraine. <laughs> now we're talking. <laughs> like, like Sea Org, like you're getting deployed like in all of the conflicts. And honestly, I think they should go first. <laughs> right and like because i mean imagine like i mean i'm serious like it's kind of a joke but like imagine i like i doubt they'd be fighting with like normal weapons like right whatever tactics they're going to use i'm sure it would be better more effective than whatever we have in the military like imagine just sending over two hundred thousand scientologists to a war zone and all they have is the armor of god <laughs> not even god i don't think they worship god right i don't know no. You probably didn't get far enough. T- I think I know, in though. Scientology, they're like, 
you create your own god where you are the god basically all right there's beings you know dude if you if we send scientology into a different country I mean that's CIA level stuff, but you could like completely destabilize a nation. I think destabilize so. a nation by sending. They're hardcore. They're. I mean, they're. Wait, I guess they, they have like youth group stuff because like when Cody oh, and I were I'm growing sure. up, we used to go to this place that had like a rock climbing wall that had a jeep on. Like they had a jeep, a full size jeep mounted on the wall. Sick. Yeah. And do they do that cool. kind of stuff? Not. Th- you Wait, was that like connected to Scientology or anything? No, or it was just at a cool church. place. You it was at a oh, church. Oh, okay, a church. Yeah. And they had a bar. Oh, sick. <laughs> For alcohol. No, it like looked like a bar for alcohol, but it was just like, it was like juice, Coke, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Mister Pib. That's sick. But do they have stuff like that for kids? They don't have. They don't get a lot. They like earn. Uh, I think they're. You have to earn that. No, but I don't think they even have like material things. It's really like they have their little uniforms they wear. They don't buy anything. It's like really, huh. it's rough. The kids or the the Scientologists. A- anyone or in the Sea Org. They oh, just oh, their, their life is is delivering Scientology. Like they don't have cars. Yeah, it's and, like Spartan. Yeah, except for the maybe I think like David Miscavige who runs it now. He's like driving cars with Tom. That guy Cruise definitely has a rock climbing wall. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, I'm sure he has a lot of things. The so Sea Org is the equivalent of like missionary. Yeah. Yeah, but they're on a boat, so like, I feel like they could be deployed pretty easily. Yeah. They're like, on imagine, land like, too. Imagine like a Normandy type situation of them landing. <laughs> On the right, shores of Russia. Let's suppress them, boys. Yeah. I wonder if they make I mean, people dude, walk I'm... the plank. What? I wonder, <laughs> I wonder, <laughs> I wonder if they make people walk the plank. Walk the plank. I mean, <laughs> look, I, I'm going to say it right here. Like, I fi- I'm intimidated by Scientologists. Too, like, I'm like, yeah. no disrespect, folks. Any yeah. Scientologists listening, no disrespect. Wait, you got to cut all this out, right? I We're mean, just curious. <laughs> We're not. We have it. Yeah, I'm curious, but like. That's I w- why I'm I like joking, but I'm it. not like I think Sea Org like if they if they can be deployed, I think they should be deployed. Right. Because because that's a huge asset. I mean, what if it, even if they like it, if you kill some send them into. Ru- I, by the way, I'm not like active. Yeah, <laughs> like, no, yeah, yeah. I'm not uh, supporting this war proxy war going on necessarily. But, um, you know, any of our given conflicts over the years, like we could have sent in Sea Org. Afghanistan, like, just could have just solved it with a distraction. I think they think they're gonna save the world, so send them in. Yeah, send them in. Fucking save it because it's not (laughs) looking good. Jesus, where could we send them? I don't know. Maybe they could go find Coney. Uh, The Scientologists (laughs) can find Coney. (laughs) What they'll do with him? I mean, you know, they could put him through some classes, but I'll tell you this: Coney Coney 2012 didn't find Coney. Right, 2012. (laughs) Wasn't the it's been a long it's been twenty icon, yeah it's been it's been like ten a, years wasn't there like a it had like a logo it was like a jackass like a donkey <laughs> <laughs> oh no you're right uh, we sound really stupid it's That's it's funny. a uh you know it's the elephant and the donkey Republican and Democrats yeah. like intersecting it was like uh, hey come together right. under oh. this um, it's really funny to think about that yeah. Well, 2012. What was the concept behind that? They never explained it. They're just aimlessly fundraising. Um, what was his name? Joseph Coney? Yeah, Joseph Coney. Coney. He's like an African warlord. But like, right. this is like a person that, yeah, I mean, it's just like a basically a, a gang leader in like a. I could see like really dumb people like hearing that and not seeing it that it's spelled with a K and like going to like burn down Coney Island. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they never like they're fundraising, but they never like explained. It was all about like 
this guy who like has like these child soldiers or whatever and it's like they never explain like what their plan was they they i mean their thing was to, like make him famous make right, him famous right. but it's like it's like that guy's in a jungle somewhere like we're not gonna see him like in new york city and like yeah i mean the you know that i'm sure the cia knows where he is he's right. probably a fucking works for them yeah like you think they don't like they know where he is it's not like he has to actually be found but then on top of that like if if you guys found him, what are you gonna do? This organization of like baristas that yeah. volunteered in San Diego. To, like, are you gonna hire like a mercenary to yeah. go like kill this man yeah. on international soil? <laughs> like, yeah, like the uh, the whole thing was very confusing for being like an uplifting Vimeo uh, viral Vimeo fundraiser. It's like it's it like, like are it, you guys gonna murder this man? It's as if <laughs> it's as if there was another army, but they were all issued Tom's shoes. Yes. Instead of boots. Like, <laughs> yes. That's, no, that's, that's what, what it, it was, was like. like. Yeah. And the whole thing was like very, you know, it was the, the the website, all of it was very demilitarized, but I couldn't imagine. Maybe they told themselves like, oh, like we'll lobby the government to governments to do something about this, like world right. leaders or something. But like, like it wasn't even like a petition, though. Right. It was ve- they were raising money. They raised, I mean, money I, for what? Well, to spend on themselves is the answer because I right. worked in an office. I worked in the office below them, and like they're shooting. Did you meet like, that guy? Uh, no, but I met a lot of their volunteers, and they were shooting like they shot like a high budget music video for themselves. Like they're shooting like sketches I feel like I that spent that. like twenty million dollars, like shutting down the street of San Diego. They had like a fleet of vans on the roof of this office building that were just covered in dust and never driven. I'm talking like 30 vans. Wait, who was the band and, that they didn't they do a music video? I want to say it was a band like the Ataris or like Hawthorne Heights. And they're like, we're teaming up with. They are doing a lot of that. They're spending a lot of money on shit like that. Yeah, it was like a POD song. But like the music video is just montages of like child soldiers. <laughs> yes. I was like, damn, it looks kind of cool. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you would think that yeah. you're trying to become a, a child soldier. Right. <laughs> right. Damn. Literally. Damn, that sounds sick. They let you smoke cigarettes. I literally like volunteered to be groomed to be a child soldier. <laughs> you, I mean, you were obligated to. Yeah. You were going around telling everybody you were already. I remember this one dude was like, "Fix your gig line," <laughs> like, <laughs> which means like the the line where like your button down shirt, like the buttons, it, like needs to be perfectly straight so it like lines up with your zipper. And mine was like crooked. He's like, <laughs> "Fix your gig line." <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, you know what we never talked about? That we I want to hear about is um the studio oh yeah we never oh. i like tried to do a smooth transition to that <laughs> and feces it failed gate. i brought up yeah. bonnie <laughs> feces gate 2022 that's what we call it yeah i brought up bonnie and that's when we were talking about the dates oh oh yeah we didn't can we should we circle back to yeah, that we, we got to the yeah. deal yeah. break so Wait, yeah so, like, there bonnie... were a string of terrible dates terrible women this is the craziest circle back of all time it's been like an hour yeah but okay I terrible think women we were at Forget Bonnie is, is a very famous songwriter too, by the way. Should yes. we give Bonnie her a little plug? Bonnie has ten number one hits. Ten number She's, one hits. Yeah. What's Incredible. the what's her number one number one? Would you say? Katy Perry. Roar. Roar. Oh, she's that's written a- for Britney Spears. Mm-hmm. Who else? Yeah. A lot of she Katie. Wrote, she wrote um, "Dynamite" by Teo Cruz. Okay. Like, we gonna light it up. Oh yeah. 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 I don't know that's how much huge. you can sing on the podcast, but oh, you yeah. can sing as much as you want. We can play the entire thing. So yeah, we oh, were smash here. Hits. We That's were huge. here riding with her and having a blast and like going out every night. And then I think it was at what was that um we were Italian place we were at? Oh yeah. The Italian yeah. hall. 
We were there, and there were some. It was we, the same girl that we it saw was the at the same band. girl, and a bunch of yeah. There were some bad people around them, but I think that's bad when Bonnie and them? I. Imagine like bikers. No, no, no. no just, just like, like lame people. Yeah. Imagine yeah. like guys with chains and stuff. No, no. Some no. some bad hombres. Just like. <laughs> bad energy. Like the kind of people that just like like. Some people like hate men, and then some people like really hate men to where like anyone that they meet they hate, and like yeah. that was like the. Vibe. I felt the hate. Like coming. almost like a suppressive person. Like a suppressive yeah. person. Okay. I felt it was weird. It's just haters. And Bonnie and Sarah just kept joining me for all these like dates randomly, and I remember before that one. We went to McDonald's. Yeah, Bonnie talked us into going to McDonald's, and I was like, "Dude, I don't want like fucking cheeseburger bread," <laughs> and uh, we did anyways, and then. I was talking to this girl, and literally, like, the whole time I would see Sarah and Bonnie, like, whispering to each other from across the room, like, looking dead, like, straight at me. And I was like, I know they're talking about That's me. the first time we talked about it, and I was like... Why were you I guys was, going with him on dates? We were just having a lot of fun uh-huh. working together, and then... It was, like, in December. There was, like, a lot, a lot of Christmas parties and, like, stuff like that. So yeah, we were, yeah. like, working and then going out. And day. they were getting along super well, and Andy and I would talk about Bonnie, and then that night, Bonnie brought it up, and I was like, yes, like, this is... They were, they're perfect for each other. Mm-hmm. And then I was like dude, you, you guys should be dating. And, and we just started talking about it, and then she was dropping like, yeah, I kind of like, I, I'm, I'm interested in him. And she just didn't know because we were going on, we were like on we, all of his we, Yeah, dates. we didn't want to like fuck up the work thing, you yeah. know, because like, we were like having fun writing. And then... But we were hanging out for like a year and they got along so well. I think they're just very similar and it was like, it made so much sense. And then like, so at that like Italian thing we were at... <laughs> I made plans with this girl to hang out with her again. And then like, we all went to a Christmas party and then I basically like asked Bonnie out and she's like, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's really funny. Like, oh, like then, in front I of the canceled, date or no, I canceled the date with the other girl. And then I've been dating Bonnie. So you like just made years. like a split second decision. You're like, well, I just knew you I kind of liked her. And I you know. wasn't making the decision cause I was making it out of fear. Yeah, we talked about it for. I mean, we worked with her for a year, so yeah, they got like, to oh, know so each other. You were other. already interested, but you were kind of like, I just didn't want to yeah. fuck it up. Yeah. We'd be talking about her down there, and you'd be like, "Do you think she can hear us up there?" Yeah, <laughs> but That's it was funny. like it, it was. And were meant these to dates be. that you guys were following him on? Were they like date dates, or was it kind of Not like really. informal? Where it's like, "Hey, we're gonna be at this party." Yeah, if you it come was with. informal, like, no. and oh, okay, he would meet go up, meet up at a show. We're yeah. gonna be there anyway. Yeah. So like, you kind of needed somebody to be there in case. The date didn't show. Or he I would go on a date like, and come back and tell like us. You're getting like a table at Maggiano's or <laughs> Buca de Beppu and like this girl's there and like no, she's meeting up and like, then it's it like, like, oh, mean. this is my. It wasn't mean. It was like or they weird. would come with me to these like events. Yeah. Okay. Or he would <laughs> go out on a date and come back and tell us about it and how terrible it was. Yeah. Because I mean, there's a lot of thought. I would have a lot of thoughts if it was what I was thinking which yeah. I wouldn't would I wouldn't make, be like mean you know like that. I think you would be the deal breaker in that situation and they're probably talking about you on right. a different podcast like now that I know there's events that makes it a little bit different because like <laughs> at first when you're telling me this story even now like innocently it does kind of sound like Bonnie is just this powerful woman that like got her eyes on you and was just like following you to these oh, dates and was like I'm gonna the devil. yeah there she is <laughs> I'm sorry I'm talking about you come over here but it is, yeah, I mean, we were talking about you following Andy on dates. Okay. That was a fun time. First of all, it sounds like I'm like a man stealer, and that's not the case at all. 
I had been I had been working with Andy. I mean, I would respect Sarah. it. I would respect it. No, 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 no. This is kind he of a Maori type situation. I did not know you were in the back room. It is very funny that, that you just came out. <laughs> <laughs> I think you guys I'm both liked home. each other, but even while he was going on the dates and. Well, here's the thing. I have been single for about a year. I got out of a bad relationship. And then, so I was dating and he was dating. We were share, sharing horror stories about going on Tinder dates right. and stuff. And so we were working together in the studio and it was just like, wow, we both are just really struggling to find someone we connect with. And then meanwhile, we have all this sexual tension, like <laughs> writing songs together that are like kind of about each other and stuff. And I'm like, Ugh. but we had such a great working relationship. I didn't want to fuck that up, but neither did Andy. So we just like held out and it was it was just nice to be friends and know that I that that's I a very someone. romantic way to describe the situation versus what we we're <laughs> just talking about. <laughs> Which no, is, it was great. It was so cute. I mean, I like I kind of prefer the situation where you're like in the corner of a a Tinder date sort of like disrupting things. Well, we, there was there a and like she goes to the bathroom yeah. and you come up and be like, "What a fucking idiot. What an ugly <laughs> bitch." <laughs> I mean, Andy, I was didn't she suck? <laughs> oh, she's coming back. <laughs> I told myself that I was like not going to get into something, so I was just like, "Okay, well, like I'm not in a place to get in a relationship right now, so I don't want to get in the way of him finding someone, but I'm going to vet these girls and make sure that they deserve him because I cared about Man. him and I wanted him to have somebody who's going to treat him right." That's and right. <laughs> that's right that's right so so i was going along on these dates also like you said it was the holiday holiday season so there were all these parties we were working together night and day and so we were just like a, a little trio three musketeers going out on the town bonnie the dynamic's very different now that i talking about you and you <laughs> yeah i was listening from the other room i was like okay however y'all want to remember it but i just don't want to be seen as a you know a man stealer because i, I was only saying that as a joke of but course. you know you know People are sensitive. Oh, that. well, yeah, but there I was mean, no I've, man I've like he was. No, you couldn't. There was nobody to steal him from. No, none of these dates were working out. It was that's sort of the thing. It was like and then it's like, why is he even going out with these people? I didn't know why I was. Yeah, I, I think it was just fun. And it was I was like, I guess I have to. <laughs> this is what I'm like, supposed to do. I, to do this. I mean, it sounds yeah. it does sound like Sarah and Bonnie were like manipulating this puppeteering the situation <laughs> sarah was really the puppeteer in the situation because i was like i don't want to fuck it up and they both were unsure and i was like you guys are perfect for each other i it's, was like does he even yeah. like me like i don't know like i'll, I'll yeah. say one last thing and then we because we, we went on a date um and we went and saw that movie knives out and i hated it we were gonna go see something else and it was it, like we missed it and so we went and saw that movie knives out i didn't know anything about it i hated it and we were sitting in the back row and Bonnie took her shoes off and like put them on the seat in front of us, like in between, like on the armrest. And right as she did that, I heard this lady go, hey, <laughs> <laughs> and she had put her bare feet right on this lady's face because this lady was like, this lady By was like way. laying her face down on the armrest. <laughs> By the way, that sounds like a deal breaker. <laughs> no, I was like, all right, like I'm, this works. This is the one for me. <laughs> She also got two giant bowls of soup at um, the <laughs> restaurant we went to. Yeah. I can't uh, not point out how hypocritical it is that we like went through our list of deal breakers and just making fun of people for like these innocent things. And, <laughs> I, I mean, I'm sorry, but like that would be on the list. What? Pulls out her bare feet mid date. 
Okay. Kicks up all, her bare feet and then orders two bowls of goes to a, <laughs> goes on a date. He goes on a date and they order two two bowls of soup at dinner. <laughs> well, here's the thing. The good part about being friends for a year first is that you're just already comfortable. Oh, okay. That, I guess I I forgot about that. You guys so knew each other really for a year. Worried about that does not count. You know okay, I mean? that doesn't but count also, at all. To then. be fair, I was wearing like Gucci pumps. It's not like I took off my sweaty tennis shoes and socks <laughs> and put them That's on true. somebody's head. And you didn't purposefully do it. No, I I thought it was empty. She was laying all the way down that was oh. the only good part of that movie. wait she was laying all the way she like was in laying, what like i thought there was it was empty in front of us that's how there far was down she like the theater there was no one in there what and were you like this ghost just fucking <laughs> appeared yeah. she was asking for it i guess I how, mean, how was she able to see the movie i don't know i think that she just was sleeping in there. so what happened to the flooding the flooding of the studio of oh, feces gate 22 so yeah, there's a we there's a studio downstairs that Bonnie had built, and you're tell I can tell how nervous you are in front of <laughs> Bonnie. You might have to get out of here. No. All right, so anyways, he's shaking. One day, one day I was well. That's because I drink like three Red Bulls. <laughs> anyways, um, so I worked down there, and um, Bonnie's engineer was working down there in the other room, and I came up to take a shower. Bonnie was like out of town or something. And I was taking a shower and like there's been plumbing like this house is like from I don't know what in the 50s and there's like trees because it's up on a hill there's like trees growing over the pipe the plumbing pipes and like they've been complaining about like plumbing issues because the trees are fucking up the pipes right so anyways I'm taking a shower and then I get a phone call from our engineers like dude it was a huge problem like <laughs> like <laughs> it's a huge problem the studio's flooding studio's flooding and I was like, all right, like, I'll come check it out. And then he left. And so I walked down there thinking that there was going to be, like, water on the he floor. He left mm -hmm. during it? <laughs> I think so. He, like, FaceTimed me and was like, I can't do this. He was wearing flip-flops and he was, like, oh. walking. <laughs> God. Yeah, there was, like, it was proper, like, thick puddles on the ground. So I thought I was just going to walk down there and there's going to be water, right? So I walked down there, I opened the door, and I see water. And I'm like, fuck. And so I keep walking down the hallway <laughs> And I start to smell something. I'm like, damn, it smells bad. And then I peek around the corner and the bathroom door is open. And I was like, fuck. Because <laughs> there's like, it was just caked in sewage. Like oh. inches thick. Like the toilet exploded. Jesus and Christ. And no one had used it. It was like showered. It literally looked like a movie set. I've never seen, like he sent me a video. Luckily I didn't have to actually witness it in person, but it looked like there was just a shit explosion. Like nightmare on Elm street when the bed explodes. <laughs> yeah. There was like that. And, and I was I've like, been, Fuck! and it's still like that now. I mean, no, no, it's not like that up. now. So but like, this is like, Oh wait, I got a good way to keep going. I got a good way to wrap this one up. Well, though. also it's not <laughs> like, I mean, the audience at home should know that it's, this is like when you say studio, it's not like the room where you have your laptop or whatever. Like this is a room that's like floor to ceiling, like padded, soundproofed, like it's no nice. windows, like it's a full on, like filled with gear. And I'd say that like minimal airflow as well. So I yeah. can, and everything is soft and like, yeah, like the walls, have, the walls yeah, are cloth, yeah, like pillow walls, basically. Yeah. So I imagine poop. <laughs> poop, poop water is basically like being seeping into all orifices of this room dude so i went down there and i was completely overwhelmed and i was like i don't know what to do I, I i was like i don't even know how i can start to clean this like it was so i was like trying to think about like what kind of gear do i need like 
that kind of stuff. And I was like, beyond we, shop I, we have to call like an emergency crew. Yeah. I think you texted me like I have to get like a hazmat suit. Is it was it still flowing or was it like <laughs> No, 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 it wasn't flowing. It was like somehow stopped. It a was one like time an explosion. explosion. It was an explosion. <laughs> Who did we find like what happened here? Th- it must have been the shower. It has to do with the pipes and that they're old and that it's like underground. Like the basement is is below the ground and so there's something about gravity the way that the pipe like went. Like an air bubble, yeah, the wrong thing happened. Yeah. Andrew's poop came flying out. <laughs> Like dude, so months worth Bonnie, Red find, poops. Bonnie finds a guy, a plumber, to come fix the problem, and she calls somebody gives her his number, and she calls him, and he's at a karaoke bar. <laughs> it's like midnight, and she's oh, like, "Oh, at night." Yeah, midnight. Yeah, because that's the other thing about like when I linked up with you again is that you're like now on a complete like nurse's like <laughs> sleeping schedule where you like start working at like 10 p.m and yeah i have really bad you're on, i hours. mean there's two red bulls sitting in front of you right now yeah he's had three you're addicted to red bulls yeah i am okay and let's so just I, get that out of so <laughs> so bonnie calls this plumber and it's like a guy like our age She's oh like dude it's an emergency like can, um, you, can you come help us and he's like yeah let me just finish crushing this song and i'll be over he's at a karaoke <laughs> bar and I was like, oh, God, he's drunk. Like, this is never going to happen. And then three and a half minutes later on the dot, he calls me back. He's like, all right, what's the address? Showed up. Saved the day. Oh, okay. I'm he glad I didn't say anything bad about this guy. Like, it's no problem. Okay. And he's, you know, knee deep. In poop. Yeah. Feces. And then he texts her, what's up with all the Cobra Man stuff? <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. She's like, he's like, I fucking love that band. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yeah. And uh, she's like, yeah, that's my boyfriend's band. He works down there. And he was he like, You actually oh, just stepped in his poop, probably. Yeah, he was like digging through <laughs> might just my be, history. You might be currently He's getting honored. infected with his bacteria. Yeah. And so um, I met him the other day. <laughs> he came to a party. So I got to give him a t-shirt because I was like, you might, I mean, did you pay him? I'm sure you paid yeah. him. Oh yeah, no, we paid him. He's like, he saved, the, he's our guardian angel. Did yeah. he come to the Arrowhead house? Yeah, he saying. saved us on another party. I was throwing a, a He's also a Did I not say that? Yo. You got to edit, 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 yeah. edit. Sorry. I'm sorry, but I really wish we didn't have to edit that out. I know, that is a very funny the, we detail. We cannot put that in. I don't want that guy. That guy might listen to this. He's like a fan of yeah. ours. Yeah. He's really ripped too, and he looks like. Yeah, dude, we cannot say that. Like, <laughs> you have to edit that out. Okay. Like, I don't care as long as it's anonymous. We keep it in because it is funny knowing that there's a man that will and fix your toilet, dude. This basically this man works in the bathroom. Like a, a Jersey Shore looking like babe, like plumber babe, party plumber. Yeah, so I had to come face to face with a man who dug good... through my, you know, feces. Did it get cleaned up down there yet? It got cleaned up perfectly. And he fixed the problem. Dude, and... I'm sorry, but like, talk about a Cobra Man music video. We've talked about this before, but like, <laughs> I feel like not him, but like inspired by him. Like, imagine like a hot plumber that like. Dude. When I, I was talking to him the other night at the party and there was somebody else talking to us and I was like, dude, I cannot believe you had to clean that up. And he was like, it was a lot of poop. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I love this. I'm really fascinated with this guy. Yeah. He, I'm not going to, we can't put that in there. Okay. Yeah. But I thought that was a wonderful way to wrap up one of the most horrifying things I've ever seen in my life. It's like, oh, well, 
That's, yeah, you ended up being a fan of the band. That's Uh-oh. interesting. Don't hump me, dog. She was humping the squirrel the whole podcast. She was going podcast. at it. Yeah. Through the entire podcast. Um, well, guys, that was really, really funny. Um, thank you so much for coming on. Why don't you get a final plug off for this upcoming tour? Kicks off on Wednesday. We'll be playing San Francisco. Is it the 13th? The 13th. At the Independent. That's sold out, but I think... Are there any tickets available? The tickets are going already, fast. They already put out some. They oversold it a little bit, and and then uh, on the fifteenth of Seattle, there's like ten tickets left for that. We're doing a full circle around the U.S. It's our first tour. Uh, it's gonna be and uh, amazing. The Warble's coming with us. We're showing Warble World, our new full length that we made with we made with them. It has all the skaters you know and love from the Warble. Some uh, familiar faces, some fresh faces. We got DJ Doug Pound opening a few oh, of the shows. Yeah. He's yeah. going to DJ. Big friend of the pod. Yeah. Uh, Cody, you got any plugs? Come buy merch. Oh, you're going on tour? Yeah, I'll be. Oh, I'll you be can meet Cody coming. selling merch. Yeah, you can meet Cody. All new you can, merch. He'll tell you any story. He's I've known Cody for like 20 years. And if you're in the crowd, you could look around and just know that there might be a party plumber in the mix. <laughs> there might be. You never be. know. You could like, you know, we know he's buff. So if shit hits the toilet, if the shit hits we the got pen. someone to fix it. There we go. All right, guys, thank you so much for coming on. Thank uh, you. Dude, always a pleasure. Bonnie, thanks for having us to your house. Hey, happy to happy You should to actually have come you. on sometime. I know you have a lot of crazy stories. Yeah, I'd, I'd love to. Absolutely. Let's make it happen. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Woo.